Afternoon Galaxy. Welcome in. My name is Ultimate DJs. I'm your host of Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. How you doing today? Welcome into the show, everybody. Server sound off. Let's see who is hanging out with us across this beautiful, wide open sea of space here today. Welcome into the show. Wambulance, Server 15, how you doing? Sinclair, Admiral Sinclair, my friend, how are you? On Server 29, hello, Data Systems. Technical Chief, Server 27, Lord Farquaad, 147 and 43, welcome. John Bonjani on Server 36, how you doing, Chewy? Server 19, welcome in. McRock on Server 145, Tappy Moza on 20, how you doing? What's good? What's good? Steven Aaron, hey, Server 129, Death Dealer on 15, and Hani on 18, Shoal on Server 36, The Aardvark on 26, Wambulance, welcome. Trash Panda on Server 15, how you doing? The Bear also on 15, Quack Fu. Quack Fu. He sent me a message. He was like, yeah, it, it looks like it's dirty, but it's not. It's like Kung Fu, but it's Quack Fu. <laughs> Server 31, what's up? Trek and Chick 26 and 15, how you doing? Talking Trek Groupie on Server 15, how you doing? Uh, executive producer Snake Eyes, tip my hat to you. How you doing, buddy? Twab on 22, Harv on 37 and 43, Bernard on 28, uh, Reigns in on 160, how you doing? Server 160, Jayberg on 32, Lost Waldo on 31, Hudson 146, Dragon Slayer, Server 27, how you doing? Kel on 193, Hank on the flagship server, 15, how you doing? Burn Like Ice, 143, Skippy on 15, Grand Vampire on 34, Metal 66 on server 8, how you doing? Tech Man on 34, how you doing? Omicron, hello. Welcome in. Hey, Boaz on the Remus server, server 14, how you doing? Wonder Woman, hello from server 31, Wicked Witch, and Talking Track Moderator, server 15, how you doing? I Beglin on 32, Freighter, uh, welcome in to the show, talking about firing patterns. We're going to talk about that, Freighter, hang on. Viper on 130, Omicron 16, Hogan, Stogie, server 28, Chewy again on 19, Freighter, 152. Shinjo, welcome, 26 and 43, Commander Taylor on 192, how you doing? Vita, 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 131, Snipes on 17. Herc on server 25, Shotgun Chick on 32, as well as Data 38, also on 32. Hello, Glitch on server 36, and the list continues on. 76 additional messages. Welcome in to the show, everybody. How y'all doing? Your mics are potted up, and welcome to yet another episode, another taping of Talking Trek Live. Uh, I'd like to introduce to you a man who needs no introduction, uh, my right, actually, no, you're my left-hand guy, right? That's what you always say, not right-handed. I'm left-handed. I'm a left-hand guy, your uh, co-host of sorts, Mr. Gregor. How you doing, buddy? I don't know if I want to be your dominant hand. I want to be your non-dominant hand. (laughs) That that would probably be wise for you. My dominant hand does, it's strong, though. (laughs) It's got a firm grip <laughs> welcome in welcome everybody Awkward. yeah i know <laughs> sorry uh and you know that hand is probably slightly hairy too right mm, you know what listen I, i've said this before i am uh, i've told you guys a couple of times in the past that i am of asian descent we're not a hairy people okay like i mean i i've met i've met some hairy asians but as a as a general whole we're not a very hairy people i have very little body hair like I don't, I don't have a whole lot of body hair. Not a whole lot. Like my my arm is, is just like tiny little bits of, of peach fuzz, right? I, I got no, I got no chest hair. Okay, I got I got hair on the top of my head except for like my receding hairline. All right, there you go. Giving you guys a few more hints about my physical appearance. <laughs> receding hairline there a little bit. But yeah, no, I, d- I don't have body hair, so no, I don't even have hair on my knuckles. Oh, so you're saying you're gonna have a uh, comb over soon? 
Yeah, hope not. Gosh, I, I might shave my head before it gets to that point. I mean, but I mean, I still got, I still got a lot of hair. I keep it cut really short because it's hot. Keep it cut really, really short. Welcome in, everybody. Uh, yeah, appreciate you guys being here. Uh, the bear is confirming, as we were talking about in Fluffer Time, we were uh, spending a few minutes talking about Mud Matas and the final, the ternary day of the Apex event. Guys, we're going to talk all about it uh, coming up right after, of course, our staple segment. Ladies stupid and gentlemen, it is time no. for the Stupid News. Let's do it. News. <laughs> Wicked Witch, it is time for the stupid news. The latest news about the odd and stupid in the world. Thank you, Boaz. Ladies and gentlemen, this is happening in Florida right now here today. Have you guys heard about this? A mysterious 450-foot blue hole off the coast of Florida has scientists looking now for signs of intelligent life who may have made this hole. I don't know if you guys have heard about this. This is a real thing. Gregor, did you hear about this? A 450-foot hole off the coast uh, coast of Florida has suddenly appeared. Scientists looking for signs of intelligent life, they say, although most scientists are still looking for it even in the coast of Florida. So it's not just in the water they're looking for. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) There you go, JB. Uh, here we go. So there is sign of intelligence in Florida. Uh, yeah, they're still looking. Uh, unfortunately, uh, a Jamaican... Well, not unfortunately. Uh, <laughs> terrible. I don't know why I said that. A Jamaican lottery winner showed up to collect his money in a Darth Vader costume last week, Gregor. He showed up. He didn't want his identity revealed. He showed up and uh, in a Darth Vader costume to collect his lottery winnings. When he asked what he would uh, use the money for, he said he had to use it all to rebuild the Death Star. <laughs> That's what he's doing with it. That's actually a true story. Yeah, I, they're all true, okay? Listen, I don't just make this stuff up. This is real news. Okay, I don't make it up. This is real stuff. Google the hole in Florida. 450-foot blue hole. You're going to find it. Saturday Night Live is planning a live in-studio return for season 46, but they will not allow an audience. Not having an audience. So it's going to be a Saturday Night Live taping in the studio with all the cast, but no studio audience. To learn how to perform in front of empty arenas, the cast members are watching Knicks games. Just to kind of get a little bit of an insight there. Former Stormy Daniels attorney Michael Avenatti claims he's broke, Gregor, and cannot afford his legal fees. Stormy was uh, saying that she was going to try to raise some money for him. She's starting a GoFondleMe account. Uh, just so... Oh, uh, yes, yes, yes. All right. Um, let's see. What else we got? NFL players are warning that the football season may not happen because of health concerns. The NFL and the NFL Players Association are kind of working back and forth right now, but not making a lot of headway. Players are saying that it's very likely that there may not be a season this year. There's also ongoing debate about fan safety if they're allowed into the games. So far, the only city that's really leaning towards having the games is Cleveland because their fans have been covering their faces for years. So they're not too (laughs) not worried about it. True. Uh, yes. JB, here's one for you, buddy. A Florida man was injured in a bike crash last week uh, after having an entanglement with an iguana. Uh, the injuries are not life-threatening, at least not for the 62-year-old cyclist. The man was riding on a path uh, in the Keys when an iguana darted out in front of him. 
Uh, Key's residents are said to be in a constant battle with these lizards. Uh, they're everywhere, he's, uh, this guy says. Cars hit them on the highway. They can grow up to five feet long, and they fall from trees when it gets cold. We talked about this here a couple of months ago when we had that cold spell and all the lizards started falling out of the trees. Uh, the sheriff's office said this one got stuck <laughs> between the front tire and the wheel fork, so it caused the front tire to lock up, and the rider flipped over the handlebars and onto the asphalt. He was taken to the hospital and given stitches because of the iguana. <laughs> Uh, you'd think Floridians would be used to large, scaly creatures running around. I mean, you have seen the people that hang out at their beaches, correct? Should be, should be fine, I would think. Uh, anyway, <laughs> let's see what else we have. Uh, a group of Dollar General employees in Louisiana recognized a wanted murder suspect and locked him in the store while they called police. He was ultimately arrested on murder charges, but they did add um, a new charge, Gregor. They added assault with a deadly weapon because he had purchased a Dollar General burrito. All right. There we <laughs> Uh, Wicked Witch, you want one more? Wicked also. (laughs) You want one more? I got you one more, Wicked Witch. Barcelona, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, one of the headquarter cities for our beloved uh, Scopely Incorporated World Gaming Entertainment headquarters is back on lockdown after coronavirus uh, coronavirus cases have surged in the Spanish city this week. This is real. Hello? What's happening? So, hey, guys. <laughs> I don't know what's happening right now. Uh, who, who is that? Omicron? How is he? All right. Sorry, Omicron. I don't even know. How you, How are you pushing and having background noise? That's, that's interesting. Push the talk right there. Barcelona back on lockdown after coronavirus cases surged in the Spanish city this week. Nice thing about Europe, though, is when their city's locked down, you get these heartwarming videos of people singing to their neighbors on balconies. Have you seen these before? Except in Panic's case. Gregor, apparently folks were throwing manicotti at him to get him to shut up. He was. He went out to sing on his patio. People yelled at him. Where is... Uh, you know what? I had some audio of Panic singing to us in the last episode. What was it? He was singing uh, Baba Black Sheep. You remember? Yes. That happened. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's your news. Welcome in. Welcome into the show. There you go. We finished with, uh, with a joke on Mr. Panic. There you go. Uh, I'd love for him to just hang out with us one time or two when he's not here in like an official capacity just to have some fun. Durr says I should have quit while I was ahead. Yeah, no, I, but I saw the news headline about Barcelona and I felt really, really bad because they're apparently now back on lockdown. But then I always love, love an opportunity to poke a little bit of fun at our good friend Panic. All right. Uh, Durr says it was good up until that. Sorry. Sorry about that. All right, guys. Welcome into the show. How y'all doing? We got a lot to get to today. Uh, let me look at, um, at my list, okay? We've got, we got a lot of stuff to do today. Gregor, uh, let, let's do this first because uh, people, uh, especially very aggressive players who have been doing their armadas and really chasing down uh, the triple refines of reputation and all that stuff. Uh, last night at, gosh, 2.30 in the morning, Eastern Time, as far as I can tell, he was the first one. Does anybody have any documented cases of somebody hitting Scoundrel before 2.30 in the morning this morning? Because I'm pretty sure Big Country was the first one. I think he was. As, I know. as Gregor, as far as I know, there's nobody no, else that hit it. 
Nobody else got it. It was Big Country. Big Country hit it first. He sent us a message uh, and said, hey, listen, I'm going to bed now. But my store resets at 2.30, and I'm setting an alarm. <laughs> he set an alarm, and he got up, and he sent us the screenshots. And, folks, I did post those screenshots in the graphics room for you earlier today, okay? So let's talk about these because uh, Gregor and I were able to do some additional testing today, and this is going to tie into the Apex event. So maybe, Gregor, we should start with Apex, you think? Sure. Let's start with Apex. Apex launched, uh, today's our last day, Wednesday. Apex launched on Monday. We told you guys about that on Sunday that we were excited. We didn't know what it was going to bring. And here we are, okay? Day one. And this was an interesting mechanic. Uh, I know that the official moderators probably had to have been bashing their heads against the wall, okay? Because uh, I, I must have seen the same question a thousand times. Well, there's no way our alliance can finish it. There's no way our lines can finish it. In the news center, there was a very <laughs> clear roadmap, a very clear roadmap. Now, listen, I get not everybody reads everything, and that's okay. That's why the community's here. But I, I know I've said this before. If you just spend 30 seconds to look for your question in the official Discord, you'd probably find the answer. But nonetheless, here was Apex. It launched Monday. Uh, Apex launched Monday at noon Eastern, and we got a data mining event. Um and uh, it, there was also, I think, a build scrap component uh, to the Stella there. Botany Bay. Uh, or to the, yeah, to the Botany Bay. Uh, not a scrap, but a build or a tier uh, element there. So you went and you mined your data. Now, here was the thing. On day one, they, they I don't want to use the word gated, but this was a very Crucible-style event. Crucible of War, uh, we know that the first milestone has always been really high. Right, because we want every player to have an opportunity to come in and score points before the first milestone. Because given this mechanic, if the first milestone is hit before a player scores any points, then they missed out the rewards for that milestone. Okay, So they're giving you time to get the entire alliance involved. I still love that mechanic. I love it. Okay, Because the first... Uh, milestone was 7,000 points. Now, uh, we don't really need to dive into the math because the event is, you know, we're in our last day. You guys know how it works now. But on day one, you could have earned five trophies. Five trophies, guys. Okay? Those trophies were worth points in this Alliance Milestone event. Okay? So each trophy was worth 20 points, meaning that on the first day, each player could only contribute 100 points to the Alliance Milestone event. 100 points. Well, if you wanted to get to that first milestone in day one, that means you would have needed 70 players at max participation to get to the first milestone, which is basically full uh, participation anyway. Okay, I mean, 70 players, that's, that's a pretty full alliance. Now, the mechanic came out and claimed that a 30-member alliance could finish this event on time. And, and the math was perfect, okay? Because on day one, let's pretend level 27 plus player, level 27 plus uh, had the potential over three days of earning five trophies on day one, 15 trophies on day two, and then 30 trophies today on day three. That's 50 total trophies that each player can contribute at 20 points each, meaning each player can contribute at max participation 1,000 points. The Alliance Milestone was only 30,000 points. So that's 30 members at max participation over level 27. Well, somebody said, well, what if we have members under 27? They could still participate. They just didn't get 30 today. They got 15 today. 
just like they got yesterday. So their total contribution was only 35 trophies. So if you had an alliance completely full of under 27 players, 35 trophies times 20 points is 700. Uh, uh, sorry, seven. Wait, did I do that right? 35 trophies times 20 points is 700. That's right. Take 30,000 points divided by 700, and you would have needed 43 players if your alliance was completely under 27. All right. So again, completely possible. As a matter of fact, Gregor, I would argue that this event had an easier obtainability than Crucible of War. Not only was it easier than Crucible of War, but the sub-events were easier. The sub-events were easier, the milestones were obtainable, and the prizes, guys. Huh. Let me tell you something. This three days was extremely profitable for this guy. I don't know about you guys, but I really liked Apex. And for the record, Apex has been confirmed as a monthly recurring event. We're going to get an Apex event every single month. So cow. let's. So let. Huh? What's that? Somebody said cow? Just like cow. Just, Just like, like cow. cow. We're, we're getting Crucible of War with somewhat of a regular frequency. All right. And now Apex going to come back in on a monthly event. Now, why is this relevant? Okay. First of all, we now suspect, although it's not been confirmed, but we now suspect if Apex is going to be a monthly event, then it stands to reason, folks, that this is how we're going to obtain our badges moving forward. Panic said that badges are here to stay on a monthly basis. We didn't know if they were going to come in Battle Pass. We didn't know if they were going to show up in events. Well, here this month, this month you have an opportunity not only at a full set out of the battle pass but you also with this event earned another hundred exchange uh what do they call them Ex uh, casino tokens whatever they chips call them whatever. the chips all right and in your event store you can go get another badge you can go get another badge so badges this month have been phenomenal i think i have when i finished the battle pass because i'm not done yet but when i finished the battle pass Somebody correct me if I'm wrong. Is this six badges that we've gotten? Six? Because I, I have 300 of the casino chips, but I didn't spend it on the, on the last event. Yeah. Yeah, Batman says yes. Glitch says yes. Guys, six officer badges right out the gate. Thank you. Thanks, Scopes. I'll, I dig it. Six officer badges, folks. That's big time. All right, but not only that, we got some other uh, materials, we got some other currencies. So now let's talk about the Apex trophies, guys. This is a huge mechanic, and you need to hear me very carefully. In your Outlaw Research Tree, you have three research nodes. I know these extremely well because I've done nothing but read and answer questions and and look at prerequisites and et cetera, et cetera. You have <coughs> um, Apex Getaway Driver. Apex Getaway Driver, which, by the way, requires, oh, goodness gracious, I've, see, I just bragged about having been able to remember it. It's in my private message. Hang on, I'll find it. What was the prerequisite for Getaway Pilot 1? It's like Ops 27 or something, right? It's really, uh, basically, if you're participating in the ARC, you're there. Uh, let me find it. I've got it right here. Here we go. Getaway, Apex Getaway Pilots, level 1, prerequisite R&D 22. R&D 22. If you're participating in this event, by the way, anybody who's participating in Apex is 20 plus. Okay, so if you are earning these trophies and you can go in and redeem them, 
Listen, we also posted this bracket. It's also in the in the graphics room. Sorry, I'm bouncing around a little bit. All right, I'm bouncing around a little bit. But take a look at that bracket for your metals conversion. Folks, if you're ready or potentially ready to upgrade an ops, then that will upgrade in real time. It's not an event. It's a store. And we've talked about this. Remember Battle Pass back in the Borg days, Gregor, when it was up in the event store tab? And if you upgraded your ops, then the event store updated its contents for the new ops, right? Mm-hmm. Then the battle pass as an event came out, and it no longer scaled with ops, which was slightly disappointing to some folks, but not the end of the world. Because it no longer scaled if you upgraded an ops. Well, now that they have put this trophy redemption down in your alliance store, in the store, it's not an event, means it scales with ops. So if let's say you're an ops level 20 right now and you've earned all your trof- all your credits, okay? You can't even unlock getaway pilots right now. You need R&D 22 to do that. You may be wise cuz right now your your trophy redemption is only 8 medals per trophy. Uh, sorry, 8 medals per 5 trophies. 8 medals per 5 trophies. So that's not a real good conversion right now. You might be better off, hint hint, wink wink, nudge nudge to save your redemption of those until you until the next apex event possibly because you can uh save the 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 trophies and redeem them at a later time i'm we're right does anybody anybody disagree so far because i'm learning this with you guys i'm assuming it'll be there the apex trophies are going to come back in a monthly basis all right. Now, the medals, we know for sure that currency is never changing. We know for sure that the medals currency is never changing because Scopely has told us as much in the news center. Those trophies. So let me, let me put it this way. I, I'm not going to tell you with 100% certainty that the Apex trophies are going to be the same every single month. I think that they will be. That the Apex event itself appears to now be a recurring theme. But, I mean, they could change the actual acquisition currency. That's possible. So don't hold that to gospel. You should probably redeem those before the end of the event. But the medals, the medals, we know for a fact that is a recurring currency. The medals, if you can't spend them right now, don't worry about it. Okay? I mean, you can spend them. You could go in and spend them on uncommon materials. And for some of the lower ops players, that may be a good thing. There's a lot of G3 Uncommon Materials that you can get down there with those trophies. But Getaway Pilots, Gregor, opens up with Ops 22. This is a warp scale. Okay. Now, Durr says, ew. <laughs> I, I do generally warn people against the acquisition of Uncommon Materials, mainly because I did it once, and it cost me Harrison. So I'm always very, very leery about buying Uncommon Materials with event currency because it cost me such an important officer, one that never returned. So, because uh, I earned enough currency to buy Harrison, I bought Uncommon Crystal. Dope. <laughs> Dopey DJ. I bought Uncommon Crystal instead of Harrison. Okay. So, uh, anyway, you can buy some materials down there if you want it, but you could also bank these things. 
The Apex metals are used for research. Now, this is where I kind of wanted to start with, with the store. And, and I kind of got sidetracked. Guys, there's three different Apexes. The Getaway Pilots is the one. That's the one with the lowest gate, R&D 22, and you keep on going. Okay? At Scrapyard uh, th- 31, Scrapyard 31, you can now unlock Apex Chop Shop. Gregor, how helpful has the Chop Shop been to you in your Stellar Progression event? Uh, I just got it, so not so much, actually. Not I mean, yet. a little bit. <laughs> not yet. You haven't had it long enough for it to pay off yet. What did you say right. that? What did you say that your um, on your first scrap after having the chop shop? And you said it was just level one. Was that yours at level one? Yeah, I can tell you at three. I'm scrapping a tier three, zero level tier three in about nine hours. Okay. And the other day, you told us you were doing a level one without any chop shop. A level one at nine and a half hours, right? And so now you're doing a yeah. level. Now what? What's the level you're doing now? Three. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, level one, tier three, and my chop shop is at level three. Okay, so chop shop three is saving you roughly what? What would you say? Forty five minutes, thirty to forty five minutes. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Snake Eyes says two levels took off a half an hour for me. Okay, sounds good. I think mine is at level three now, and mine is mine saved me uh, just shy of an hour. I think it's saving me like 50, 55 minutes, something like that. Okay. So Chop Shop is a good one to have, especially if you're chasing stellar progression, but also there's other ramifications. It works on scrapping any ship. So if you are still scrapping two-star ships for the materials, okay. Now, Chick says long-term, really 30-minute savings. Uh that's only at level one or two you got to remember the apex researches are completely free completely i mean they don't cost they don't cost one trite they don't cost any trite at all zero none no resources no materials except for these metals snake eyes says per level it's roughly two extra helps okay i'll take that because at the first level it's five percent Second level, it's 8%. Third level, it's 11%. And right now, I'm researching level four at 14%. That's going to get me what, Snake Eyes? By your math, that's an extra four helps. That's an extra 4% net yield. Okay? (laughs) Wham is jumping ahead. Now, for folks who are higher ops, let me speak to you for a minute. If you are Academy 35 or higher, Academy 35 or higher, Your number one priority is Apex Rogue Notoriety. Not only is it a great research, all right, it's one level, not expensive. It costs 1,000 of these trophies, which you can get out of this event, mind you. Okay? At Ops 35, I got 1,875 medals. So I can do Rogue Notoriety, and I can still work on Chop Shop. Rogue Notoriety, folks, improves the output of Rogue Reputation bundles in your Rogue Faction store. Let me tell you why this is important. Because Rep is everything in this Outlaw Research Tree. Rep is everything. That is the one thing that you cannot buy. And guess what? It's the one thing that is gating everybody. Gregor, uh, before 20 minutes ago, could you buy rare uranium? Negative. Nope. DJs, could you buy rare uranium? Nope. 
Uh, Big Country until 2.30 this morning. Could he buy rare uranium? Nope. Okay, guys, listen to me. Rogue notoriety is the big one because rep is the gate. Not only is that the case, but here we go. If you buy it today, it will reset two items in your Rogue store. So FYI, before you finish that research, go wipe out your your store. Make sure you spend everything in the store that you can. Because if you do, uh, and when you complete Rogue notoriety, it's only one step, Dur. It's, it's research zero of one. You pay for it one time, you got it, okay? So if you complete the research, Dur, it resets two of the items in your store. What does it reset? It resets the exchange loot uh, heist box because it has rep in it, and it uh, resets the directives box with the rogue credit directives and rep box because it also has rep in it. Folks, it reset those two boxes (gasps) yay i actually told my team this morning that i thought it was going to be tomorrow before i hit scoundrel it reset my boxes so then i was so close dur get this i was so close anyway because i thought i was going to cross over tomorrow and and i I was so close that when I, i spent my security keys and bought it again and then used more uncommon exchange loot and bought the exchange heist loot box again then I crossed into Scoundrel. And what happened? It reset my store again. <laughs> I got to use my store three times today. Folks, I am now a Scoundrel. So is Gregor. So is Big Country. All right. And you can be two Ops 35 or hires if you can get your hands on Rogue Notoriety. So out of all the tokens that you earned, and listen, if you were 100% max participation you should have gotten a minimum of 1875 I hope you didn't blow them all on Chop Shop. You need 1000 for Rogue Notoriety, and you need it now. Okay? Finish the research. After you wiped out your store, it resets resets the two rep items in your store. And if you're close to a rep bracket, it'll reset again. (laughs) So then I went and I told my team, no dirt, it's only 1000 So then I went and I told my team, holy cow, Now my uranium has reset again, and I need to go run like six more armadas because I'm out. (laughs) I'm out of loot, Gregor. I have no loot left because I got to use it in my store three times today. Okay, so make sure you got a bunch. (laughs) Make sure you got a bunch. Okay, Uh, make sure you get a bunch of the uncommon loot, because when you reset it three times, I mean, you're spending a lot. Plus, uh, you can see in the graphics room, folks, that the scoundrel requirements are all listed there, courtesy of Big Country this morning, early. Uh, (laughs) Let's talk about it. Rare uranium is now available, ladies and gentlemen. Whoop-de-doo, rare uranium, meaning now, hold on, should we we treat this with a little bit of uh, fanfare? Hold on, here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, rare uranium is now available. You know what? That's not even the one, Gregor, that deserves the fanfare, okay? Yeah, rare rare uranium is available, so now you can progress your Stella now all the way through Tier 7, folks, okay? It it was Tiers 1 through 4 is uncommon, 5, 6, and 7 are rare, 8 and 9 are epic, okay? So now, with the proper time and planning, you can get your rare uranium to go all the way up to Tier 7 on your Stella. Um, here is, here's the one that deserves fanfare for me. Ladies and gentlemen, rare eclipse directives available for free, 
for free. And not only that, not only are they free, Gregor, but they're with such a frequency that you can run one free. So right, the Uncommons, it was roughly uh, one every two days, roughly, right? I mean, I, I think it was actually like 80-something that you got. Is that correct? It was every two days, yep. Every two days. Right? Yeah. You, well, oh, you, you get, got 30-something. You got 84 a day is, is how it was working. 84 if you use both of those boxes. Okay, 84. But now uh, with this new uh, rare directive, you can now earn, somebody help me, 67 plus 34. That's 100, right? That's 101 to be exact. You can earn a rare armada for free every two days. For free. For stinking free. Oh, wrong button. Sorry. <laughs> wrong button. I, I'm, I'm satisfied with that. That's a free rare armada. We've been talking. Chick, you said in the very beginning, you were talking in the very beginning, how do we get these rare armadas? You remember you saying, how are we going to clear out these rares? Well, folks, once you get to Scoundrel, which a lot of you guys should be close, once you get to Scoundrel Rep, which should be, I would imagine for most of you guys, is within days, right? I mean, the, the nice thing about this rep situation is that aggressive players like myself or Big Country or Gregor, they, we couldn't have gotten there that much faster than you guys. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, we couldn't have gotten there that much faster. You guys should only be a couple days behind. Okay? Super Jesse says rare Eclipse Armadas are regular ones. The, the Eclipse ones. Okay? Yeah, we're, we're not into the Armada part yet. These are rare Eclipse, uh, what I call the Mud Madas or Stella Madas. Okay? Uh, yeah, we're, we're calling them Mud Madas in general. And then if we're running them with an entire Stella crew, then we're, we're calling them Stella Madas in my team. Okay. Well, the other thing is, is when you get that Scoundrel token unlocked, if you bought packs, you don't need that. You don't need to buy that thing. Okay, yeah, let's talk about the one disappointment that I had in the Scoundrel Pack because I started at the top. <laughs> I told my team, my team was making fun of me. They were laughing at me so much because I started at the top. So I was able to do a double refine on research credits because that's been my pain point, Gregor. All right, I needed research credits, so I did a double refine on research credits. Um, and then I scrolled down to the bottom of my store and I see now that the Scoundrel token is unlocked. So for those of you who have paid for research packs, all right, then you don't, like Gregor says, you don't have to worry about this. For those of you who are trying to grind this out for free, you need the Scoundrel token. Why? Because that unlocks Eclipse Defenses. Why does that matter, DJ? Because when I unclop, unlock Eclipse defenses, uh, defenses, I get my Beta token and my second Alpha token. Okay, this whole thing is such a, a complicated chain of events, but I love it. I love the complication of it. I love the intricacy of it. I love the mechanic of it. Everything is tied to something else. Bombastic says, why does this research not work? He says, Apex Getaway Pilot's not working. It works for me. It's working it great for me. me. All right, I'm seeing significant differences in my warp times. Now, uh, keep in mind uh, a lot of factors. Warp range. Yeah, it's not warp it's range. Not warp. It's it's the amount of time you spend in warp. So the speed girls are going to impact that. The amount of impulse you have in a system, where your base is located in that system, what direction you're flying out of, lots and lots and lots of stuff. It, it, but yes, yeah, it works very very well. 
Okay, it's working well. Uh, Bombastic, maybe after the show, we can try to help you out. Uh, maybe in gold, uh, we'll get a little bit more details, and we'll, we'll see if we can explain why it's working to you, okay? So I, I like the mechanics. So guys, yeah, uh, Apex Notoriety, big time. That needs to be a priority for anybody who was able to earn 1,000 trophies who has Academy 35 or higher. That's a big one, all right? And it gave, it gave us a big bonus today. Just for the record, Hogan Stogie says, I must be doing something wrong. I'm 16,000 away from Scoundrel. Uh, here's what I did, Hogan, Hogan Stogie. I maxed everything that I could. I did triple refines every three days, okay? Um, I did, you know, the, the normal refine every 22 hours. But when I came down to the Exchange Heist loot box, I did a triple refine every three days, which means I had to participate in a lot of armadas. Fortunately, I have a team that loves armadas and is very active in collecting all of the armada directives. There were plenty of armadas to go around. Plenty of armadas to go around. So I tripled that. Not only that, uh, when I tripled that, I got triple the reputation for that pull. Okay, so they're, they're, but here's the thing. The great news is at 14K or 15 or 16K away, I mean, really, that's still... Gregor, what do you think? 16K, that's probably about a week. If you started right now and triple pulled every box that you could between every three days, that's still only a, a week, nine days. If I'm going to do my math right, I think it's nine days. About that. All right. Maztec says, for those under 35, should we save our rogue event trophies in the hopes that they're offered again later or exchange them now? If we do exchange, should we spend the medals now on the lower items or wait for 35 and use them then? Maztec, here's the thing. This is going to be a monthly recurring event, and it depends on your personal rate of progression. If you're an Opt 30 right now, then no, I do not suggest you wait for Opt 35. You'll be waiting a long time. Okay? Unless you're going to break out that black card okay uh you're going to be waiting a long time if you are going to um if you're a 34 and you can be 35 in the next month then sure yeah but but again i don't i don't know that i you know what i'm going to take that back i don't necessarily feel that way because if you're an ops 34 or 35 you got 1875 trophies uh sorry 1875 research medals for this event so we can assume that the next month's event is going to be somewhat structured similarly. I, I'll say this, Apex Chop, uh, Chop Shop is a 15-level research. It gets very expensive at the higher levels. I mapped it out, Gregor. Uh, after taking away the 1000 that I spent on notoriety, it will still take me six months' worth of cycles at this current rate of acquisition to max Apex Chop Shop. Six months. The total cost is 11970 research medals. I don't, I don't think you're still going to be scrapping your Stella in six months, but maybe. That seems like an awful long window. <sighs> I think a lot of people will still be scrapping their Stella if they're not buying research packs. I think so. I think so because the research tree is the most expensive piece of this new expansion. Uh, at the rate of, you know, consuming uh, the rate of acquisition of stellar particles. Okay. Hey, look on, look on the other hand. Uh, to talk about a topic of contention with, with some servers, uh, it takes 10 months to grind out a DeVore. Okay. If you didn't buy it uh, the first go around, it takes 10. If you're not going to buy it, it takes 10 months. Uh, the Franklin is another one, it, you know, that takes a year to max out. So six months, I don't feel like it is too awful bad. 
All right. Especially since now we know that this event is going to be a monthly feature. So to, to answer your question, Maztec, no. I don't think I would save them because these events are going to be, are going to be coming. Now, it, there's, there's one scenario in which I would save them, and that's if you're in the mid to low 20s and you know that you can cross over a barrier and get a better return rate on your research medals. Or if you could even do that now during the event. FYI, it happens in real time. If you're 20, uh, where was that graphic, Snake Eyes? If you are, right now, guys, if you're in Ops 26, your rate of return is 20 medals. But if you punch the button for Ops 27, you get 43. The next break is at 31. If you're a 31 right now and can press the button for 32, you go from 43 medals to 100 medals for every five trophies. That's a big rate of return. So That's it, a huge jump. It's a, it's a very big jump. So it, it, to answer the question, Maztec, unfortunately, I can't answer it. That is up to you and your rate of progression. But I would encourage you to get these Apex researches built up with this free currency. This free – guys, the Apex aren't even a prime. They're free. They don't take any uncommon – they don't take any resources. They don't take any materials of any kind except for a participation milestone. This is not an auction. This is not a whale event. Everybody got to play. Everybody got trophies. These apexes are a gift to you. All right, if I'm going to be if I'm going to if I'm going to really dig deep here, Gregor, the apexes are good outcome researches that are free. Mhm. Okay? So, I mean, thanks, Scopes. I'm not I mean, I'm not trying to be a big old cheerleader here today. I'm just saying, those researches are awesome. Yeah, two of awesome. them have nothing to do with the outlaws whatsoever, really. Yeah, Chop Shop is out, is beneficial everywhere. Warp range is beneficial, or warp, sorry, warp speed is beneficial everywhere. And and the notoriety one is just going to help you progress through the rogue outlaw reputation a little bit faster, relieving the pain pressure of that slow grind a little bit. Yeah, Death Whisper, <laughs> you got it. They're literally participation trophies. <laughs> oh, God. Never thought I'd be happy about seeing those. Never thought I'd be happy to see a bunch of participation trophies, but I sure am. I sure am. Chop Shop is good for all scrapping. Hint, hint. Envoys, says Snake Eyes. Those of you hurting for materials, okay, go scrap those two-star ships. Now it's not going to take quite as long because you got Chop Shop. Okay? Good stuff here. So, guys, there's Scoundrel. There is... Uh, the Apex researches and the Apex event. Does anybody have questions on any of those topics before we take our first break and then we'll come back? We got some more stuff to do. The Apex event, which is concluding literally in 20, 19 hours, 19 hours from now it concludes. So unfortunately, if you're listening on podcast, hopefully this will help you next time. Don't worry, it will be back. It is a monthly recurring event as confirmed by the Scopely News Center. You'll get it again. So if you've already spent it on materials, don't worry. You'll still be able to get it next time. And, and again, for some of you, spending it on materials is the right thing to do. For some of you. Not all of you. For some of you. 
Aso says no, not for anybody. Um, you know, I disagree. For some of the players, maybe in their low to mid twenties, who don't even have the scrapyard or the ops requirements for the Apex researches, I think materials could be good for you guys. Okay, but I mean, again, it, it's your call. It's based on your progression as a player. So there's Apex. There is Scoundrel introduced. Thank you, Big Country. And uh, Gregor, congratulations. Welcome to Scoundrelness. Anybody else? Has anybody else hit Scoundrel? I'm just curious. A lot of people in here have. I I was going to say, I'm sure some people probably have. Uh, DJ Gurr did today. I I presume that was today. Congratulations. Uh, Let's see. Hudson says tomorrow now with this new info. (laughs) Rams Nation says big cheated. You know what? No, he didn't cheat. Here's what he did. He was an early adopter, Gregor, even faster than you and I. He was an early adopter. The very first day that this came out, he ran out and did a bunch of armadas, enough to do a triple refine on day one. He did a triple refine on day one, and that gave him the head start. You know what's weird, though, is Big's your rare uranium pays out 1785 and mine pays out 1786 so <laughs> mine pays out 1790 neener 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 all oh, right stop measuring <laughs> i'm just teasing uh it, it's funny because big does provide a lot of this research he is an early adopter on a lot of that's this stuff done. and and when it happens gregor's like well that's not what i'm getting I'm, I'm getting a hundred credits more than that. And Biggs always, every single time, he's like, "What? Wait a second. And he goes in and he looks, and and Gregor, Gregor in his king trolldom always wins. Gregor always wins. All right, guys. Um, anybody else have any questions about Apex, Scoundrel, or the Rogue Store? We're gonna get into the gamma leg of the research tree. We're gonna wrap that up coming up after the break. Plus, I have. Uh, finally, after only two weeks, and I hope Scaly back is here. I hope Scaly is here because I have some interesting data to share with you about faction recruits, faction officers, and transporter patterns, and you guys are going to love it. It's coming up right after the break. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. We'll be back in a moment. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Mr. Salty Pretzel Sticks. And try our new Mr. High Blood Pressure Corn Chips and Mr. Heart Attack Cheese Curls. Good morning, class. My name is Mr. Trump. Hey, you're the president. Yes, well, your teachers won't come in because they trust the fake news. Now get out your phones because our first lesson is on Twitter. We never do social media. Well, you know what you'll have to if you want to get into a prestigious college like Trump University. Didn't that go out of business because people sued? They're not people. They're haters and losers. Where's your mask? Look, I get tested. Who's running the White House if you're here? What's your name? Danny. Deep State Danny. Probably an Obama voter. I can't vote. I'm only 11. Tell you what, Danny. How about you have this bag of peanut M&Ms and be quiet? What are you, nuts? You can't have peanuts in a school. Okay, that's it. I'm out of here. You can homeschool from now on. I'm the president. I have more important things to do, like tweet about TV shows. Good luck with your election. Huh, yeah. Lose my number, Danny. If I vote for Joe, he can't run the country, cause he's old and slow. Some days when Trump's lonely, 
Podcast and yes, Steven Zaret and Blokeman with the same exact memes right there. Hey, your mics are potted back up. Welcome back into the show. Uh, real quick, for those of you who are listening in podcast form, please join us live in our Discord. Uh, of course, uh, chances to interact live and to speak up and, and have your questions answered live while we're on the air, but also chances to play games and win. And we're going to uh, talk about that coming up here very, very shortly with Talking Trek's Battleship. That's coming up. We'll get you your off-air guesses here very shortly and uh, play a round of that today. Uh, Gregor, your mics are potted back up. Gregor, I, I even joked right before the, the break that there was one thing that disappointed me about the scoundrel store and then i didn't even talk about it it was that i started at the top and i spent all my uh rogue credits folks and uh, hear hear me i spent all my rogue credits on the uh research credits that i need the blue research credits and i didn't mm-hmm. scroll to the bottom of the store and realize that if i don't pay now guys this is a free-to-play moment all right, if you've paid for Outlaw Research 1 and 2, then you don't have to worry about this. But if you have not paid for those research packs and you scroll all the way down at the bottom of Scoundrel, you've got a Scoundrel token uh, that does, by the way, unlock Eclipse Defenses, which I said, which gives me my Beta and my Alpha token, except I didn't plan my credits properly. And this is where we talk about credits, or I mean planning, always being key, folks. I didn't plan my credits properly, and it cost 1,100 rogue credits to get my scoundrel token. Now, because I blew everything on the top part of the store, yeah, Blokeman, oops, Grand Vampire knows where I'm going, how much is the scoundrel badge? It's 1,100 rogue credits. And unfortunately, (sighs) without proper planning, Gregor, that just set my research tree day back, uh, my research tree back three days. Three days, folks. Three days I cost myself because I got click happy. 
<laughs> I'm sure there's plenty of whales that could transfer you their spare one, though. Yeah. Hey, listen, I know that there's a pool of, of scoundrel tokens out there. Anybody help me out here? I'll just send one. PayPal me my, my scoundrel token. No, Scopely has a fix for that, though, if you would have bought the Prime for rogue credit yield. Yeah, yeah. Well, nonetheless, uh, I set myself back. So be wary of that, folks. As you approach scoundrel, uh, it, it, it's tough because the the rogue credits are actually extremely valuable. The rogue credits pay for your research credits that you need to do the research, but it also pays for the scoundrel token that you need to unlock more research. So be be careful with that decision as you're going through, folks. I, I, I meant to mention that before the break. That's what I said I was disappointed with. There's not enough rogue credits in the store if you don't have the prime and here ladies and gentlemen <laughs> we joked about it uh with the stella efficiency prime gregor remember we said well now it's starting to become a little bit more of a factor because you can actually scrap and tear uh with less uranium cost etc 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 here now the uh the prime for rogue credits is becoming a little bit more uh a, a little bit more uh, apparent now Okay, Mm -hmm. Uh, because it will increase your yield of rogue credits, which are actually (laughs) becoming a little bit of a pain point for me here at the scoundrel level. Okay, so uh, at least at the early part, once I pay for that that token, I'm not going to need it again. Obviously, I can spend everything else. People that bought research packs probably bought that token. That's the sad part. Oh yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure they probably did. Yeah. Well, I mean, right? They would, they would have, right? Isn't it available in Outlaw Research too? No, but I'm saying they spent the rogue credits this morning or yesterday or whatever. Oh right? yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, the rogue credits. So if I can help you out as you guys are approaching Scoundrel, make sure. So you know what? There is one little benefit here to being a, a couple days behind, folks. It's that we can screw it up when we go through it the first time for you. <laughs> okay? You don't have to screw it up because now we're telling you how not to screw it up. <laughs> hey, I got a question. Well, no. Big's not a good example because he, he bought it. Um, oh, Big, you did that? Really? I was going to say because I would have imagined that you already had your scoundrel token, right? So you, you didn't need to, to pay <laughs> for the scoundrel token. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I would just be curious how many people have hit scoundrel already that that didn't plan for the credits so guys there you go if you are approaching scoundrel within the next couple days you may want to oh my goodness gracious big wasted 1100 credits buying a second scoundrel token i wondered what you were talking about he said i did it when i again it was 2 30 in the morning he said i was half asleep and i just went through and punched everything in the store he bought a second scoundrel token knowing that he can't use it he already bought one through the research packs so yeah wasted 1100 rogue credits eek <laughs> Eek! All right, <laughs> there you go. Arian says, "Smart man learns uh, learns from his mistakes. Wise men learn from other people's mistakes." There you go. Learn from mine, folks. Make sure you have eleven hundred rogue credits on hand when you pass uh, scoundrel. That way, you can go ahead and unlock your beta leg. All right, there we go. Uh, Gregor, let's talk about this uh, this beta leg, okay? Let's get into this because we we talked about the first gamma leg. Gamma or beta? Uh, sorry, gamma. We talked about the the first leg uh, this past what, 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 last Sunday, 
and we talked about the alpha and the beta legs. We didn't have enough time to get through all of it, so uh, we decided we would push off gamma for today. Let's talk about this gamma leg, all right? Because now, again, the gamma leg, folks, is, is a little ways out for a lot of us, but this is going to be a great reference episode. This is going to be a great episode to go back here in a month or two or three, maybe, when you get close to being able, as a free-to-play, as a free-to-play, folks, when you get close to being able to unlock Rogue Tactics. Okay? Remember, let's, let's recap very quickly. Anarchist Weaponry is where you get your first alpha particle, and you open up the first part of the alpha leg. Eclipse Defenses. Uh, when you complete that with your, uh, with your Scoundrel token, when you complete Eclipse Defenses with your Scoundrel token, you will be awarded one beta to move forward on one side of the tree and one alpha to go back and complete your second side of the alpha tree. All right. Then you go through one half of the beta tree, and then you approach Rogue Tactics. Rogue Tactics, again, awards you two particles, one gamma to move forward on one side of the tree and one beta to go back and pick up on the other side of the beta tree that you missed. If you missed the last episode, we talked in detail, Gregor and I and the community talked in great detail about legs one, alpha, and beta of the outlaw research tree. So let's talk about gamma. Gregor, this is your favorite part. You said that there were some really good researches in gamma, and I wrote them down, and we took some notes. So we start with rogue tactics. Bonus damage for all ships versus eclipse enemies, okay? Uh, and eclipse enemies, of course, as we uh, mentioned last time, this includes exchange armadas okay so if you're using big ships if you're using your g3 or g4 ships this research will help you with bonus damage and at level one folks it's a 30 percent boost to damage 30 percent boost okay now again base figures but still a nice net yield battle droid says a year from now i don't think it's going to be a year i don't think it's going to be a year you guys got to remember the rate i think that the hardest thing to do uh, as far as making the, the hardest thing to do to make sure you stay on time is making sure you have all the currencies so far the security keys have not been a, str a struggle point you go out you know with your stella or with your larger ship and you grind on these for you know 15 20 minutes and you get enough security keys that you need for the day okay it's the armada exchange loot specifically for a lot of us it's going to be the uncommon armada exchange loot is going to be the tough thing to get why is that the tough thing to get dj because a lot of people haven't grasped the concept yet that these mud modas are still much more profitable if you fly them solo all right now during an armada event it's totally different when everybody needs points totally different be a team player i get it okay but in a normal everyday circumstance you should have in five days Five days' time, folks, you'll have enough to run four uncommon armadas. That's the time cycle. You get 80 a day. In five days, you could run four uncommon mud modas with the free stuff in the store. So go run a solo or a duo with your Stella, and you will maximize your return. Now, take that loot, go into the store, and buy your, your reputation and your other credits and things like that to move forward. Your uranium, for example. 
the uncommon exchange loot, I think. Gregor, what do you think? I think that that, I don't want to call it a choke point, but that is the primary currency in the store. Everything, I mean, your rogue credits come from the exchange yeah. loot. The reputation comes from the exchange loot, at least the largest chunks of it. Yep, that's the one you're going to have to grind a lot at. All right. Paul Joe says, I don't know. Two people running two armadas, three people running three, four running four, five getting five. What's the best payout? <laughs> Paul Joe, if everybody is at the same level, then yes, you can theoretically get a better payout by doing a larger one. But the problem is the power distribution. Okay. If you have one player who is significantly higher researched, I'm going to give a shout out to, to my alliance mate, Wham. Wham and I have run... Wham, what do you think? Three, four dozen armadas together, you and I? We've run a bunch. We've run a ton of armadas together. He says at least. And Wham is an Ops 41. I am a 35. So right off the bat, he's got power on me because of research. Just regular research. Plus, Wham, what is your uh, Mud Mata research now for Stella? I think you told me it was like 50-something out of 160. All right. Uh, he's at 53 out of 160, Paul Joe. I'm at 13 out of 160. More power equals more loot. So even if I'm running these with Wham, he's getting two-thirds of the loot, and I'm getting, you know, one-third because his power difference, even on – we're both level 20 Stellas, by the way. We're both level 20. But he is just getting more because of his research, uh, his research and his ops level. That's right, Big. He's selfish. Wham, you selfish person. I can't believe you've run all those 70-some armadas for our team. Shame on you. <laughs> all right? So, again, Paul Joe, I think you've got a little bit more control over it if you're running the duos. Okay? Because you can run a solo, essentially, and bring a Devor. That way you still get the Happy Meal, but you're getting 95% of the loot, and you can control it. So the, the exchange loot, I think, is the biggest part. Now, anyway, let's get back into this. Gamma leg. Rogue Tactics, we talked about it, takes uh, the uh, known associate token, which will come at 500,000 reputation for those of you who do this free-to-play. FYI. Okay? 500,000 reputation is where you can free, uh, freely unlock the Gamma leg. So, Gregor, um, just out of curiosity, where did you start? Did you go on the top leg? I know you bought the pack, so you probably did most of them concurrently. But let, let you know what? We've done the top all the way through the alpha and the beta. Let's start on the top. Yeah. I, go ahead. Start, we'll start at the top here with a Stella research, a Stella research called Stella Targeting. This is a Stella-specific research. It contributes to your 160 points, and it's bonus crit chance for the Stella versus Eclipse enemies. Bonus crit chance, folks. Okay. Uh, at level one, it goes to three percent, and uh, and continues on. At max, it goes all the way up to fifteen percent extra crit chance. Now, that's actually relatively big because again, Huge. you got to you got to remember you're firing twenty four shots every two rounds. Okay, so a bonus crit chance is pretty significant when you've got that many opportunities to fire a shot. Okay, the next one, uh, and we've talked. Uh, let's let's bop down into the middle here. Enhanced Weaponry, okay? This one is the PvP research. By the way, it doesn't matter if you choose top or bottom. You will get Enhanced Weaponry by completing either Stella Targeting or Merciless Outlaw. We'll, and we'll do the bottom row here in a second, which is where Merciless Outlaw and, is. 
and the, and the other thing was is the Stella starts out with a much lower crit chance, if you remember. That's right. What is it? Five percent or eight percent or seven? It, it's it's low. Yeah, it's pretty low. Okay, so increasing crit chance is going to help a lot, especially when you got that many shots. All right. So enhanced weaponry. This is in the gamma leg, and uh, this is the PvP research that everybody's talking about. Gregor, how about this? At level one, it gives you twenty percent bonus damage in PvP for all ships. Twenty percent. Now again, a base figure, you got a killer. I'll take any advantage. Oh, he's not talking to me. <laughs> there's there's another there's another PvP uh or actually there's several other PvP combat researches in the later combat tree also that work similar to this. In and post forty? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes, and I still can't see that research tree. It'll be it'll be a while. Okay, so uh, enhanced weaponry, bonus damage, and PvP for all ships. Doesn't matter if you choose top or bottom, you get that one. Okay, that's a that's a, a that's a sweet one right there. Okay, Stella targeting. We talked about that one. All right, the next one, Armada armor piercing. And guys, I'm going to cover the next three researches kind of all at once. You've got Armada armor piercing, which is just bonus armor piercing stats versus all Armada targets. The very next one is Armada Accuracy, and the next one is Armada Shield Piercing. And these are three researches subsequently lined up, essentially giving you bonus statistics in each of the three attack modes or penetration modes. Okay. Jetski says, will the enhanced weaponry PvP work against gold hostiles? I'm going to guess no. I'm going to guess no. Hey, Herc says, ooh, the PvP uh, research making PvP ranges even worse for the mid-20s and low-30s. Again, I said this during the last show. I don't think that that, that research is going to be used more for the, the VIPs to beat up on each other. Okay, Because, uh, again, uh, I make this joke, big country doesn't need that research to come and take me out. All right, I joked about that here a show or two ago. He don't need that. All right, he doesn't By need the that way, research. You go ahead, Greg. This, some of this was an extension of the plus 40 combat tree. Some of this is an extension of the plus 40 combat tree because, again, there's two researches, Armada Defenses and Armada, uh, Armada Piercing and the plus 40 combat research tree. So you take those three researches, you put them into one. Okay. that exists in the plus 40 combat tree also. So it's like they bled over some of the combat tree. There's the PvP one, a lot of that, into the pre-40 Okay, so some of this now, some of this and research this, that this has been true. eliminated you know for us after Ops 39, okay, that we couldn't get to, now we're getting a taste of what, of yep. what some of the research could be uh, at level 40 or higher. Okay, so Armada Armor Piercing, Armada Accuracy, Armada Shield Piercing are three right in a row that booster stats for the three attack modes or the three penetration models. Okay, um, then... Then, right there, okay, this is a shorter leg. Then you pop into Out of Darkness. Out of Darkness is the uh, uh, con mission, all right? Now, Gregory, we talked about this briefly on Sunday. You are not uh, necessarily a fan of this con mission as far as worth or value, but it is still required, right? It is it's still... It's required if you want to get to the backside of them, yes. But yeah. I wouldn't rush to get those in Okay, so not rushing to get them because you say that they the, content-wise, story-wise, not really super great, right? Um, yeah, I mean, they're closed loops. Stories, they, they basically 
I, well, I don't want to talk about it, but the payouts, <laughs> there's no rep involved. There's no, it's just kind of very small missions. Okay. Very small, very expensive missions, folks. But that mission does, in fact, provide, you know, big country Jonathan Ingram both saying a waste. Uh, however, that mission for the free-to-play, I know for some of the people who have paid for the research uh, are not going to need this, but for the free-to-play, you have to complete that mission because it contains your second gamma token. All right, so you have to complete that mission to get your second gamma token to go back and do the other side of the tree. Now, DJ Gurr says, of course, no free to play is level 40. I agree, but but now listen, DJ Gurr, six months from now, it may be possible. Six months from now, we don't know what this game's going to look like. Six months ago, we didn't know what this game was going to, you know, what this game was going to look like today. Okay, this is a. What happened? Did I did I die? <laughs> I'm back. Hey, what's up, hey, everybody? Welcome back. All right, uh, DJ Gur says no one level forty is free to play, but we don't know what this is going to look like six six months from now. We, we just don't know. Okay, six months from now, this game. I mean, th- I don't know. Could there be a free to play? Hey, Aso's in the room right now. Aso, what is your ops level currently? This guy right here actually approached me with a show idea earlier this week, and it's something that we're going to look into uh, over the next few weeks, I would say. ASO is a 33. However, currently has enough speed-ups and materials to punch 35 instantly if he wanted to. He is free to play. And, and we even talked in private message about why he has done this, and he says, you know, at first I just started out because I didn't want to spend money. Now I'm doing it on principle. Ladies and gentlemen, Iso has skipped every battle pass. All right? Skipped buying it, the $20 pack. All right? Now, I don't agree with that. I think that's silly for the value that you get. However, buddy, he's doing a social experiment. He says the same thing. I agree. It's stupid. Why am I not doing it? But it's a, it, it, he's looking at this as a very interesting social experiment. He's not even bought the $20 packs, guys. And he's a 30 Three. Could be a 35 today if he wanted to. Herky the Hawk says, I'm also 100% free to play as well. Never spent a cent. And I'm uh, midway through Ops 32. Okay. So, guys, six months from now, we could see free to play 39s. We, we could. We could. If ESO is smart about how he uses his, his faction credits, and doesn't buy every ship under the sun, he could do it. Wham says it's not as crazy expensive until 32 and beyond. I, I, yeah, I, I agree with that. But ASO could be a 35 in 10 minutes if he wanted to be. He's got the goods to be a 35. So, I'm just saying. There could be a higher range of free-to-plays six months from now. Or if it takes longer to get through this tree. It could, it could take nine months. could take 12 months. We don't know. Just don't know. Okay, Nobody has done it free-to-play yet. We're doing it. We're doing it now. So, um, you know, there you go. We don't know what it's going to look like. But nonetheless, yes, as a free-to-play, you'll need that second gamma token. You go back and get the other side, all right? And, and so then after that, you got Getaway Pilots 2, 
which uh, requires Ops 41. That's bonus warp speed again for all ships. And then finally, Tritanium upgrades, which requires Ops 43. The G4 Impulse that's hovering around over there requires Ops 42 and uh, increases impulse speed for all the G4 ships. Now, let's go back and look at the bottom layer of the Gamma Leg, and, uh, and we'll do that very quickly here before we take our, our last break, and then we'll finish up with Battleship. Uh, oh, and, and the, the transporter patterns thing. I'll do that too. Bottom row of the Gamma Leg. Uh, stellar targeting was on top. All right, we said that was bonus crit chance. The comparative research at the bottom is bonus crit damage. It's called Merciless Outlaw. Bonus crit damage for the Stella versus Eclipse enemies. That is a Stella research. Then after that, ironically, just like we had three Armada penetrations at the top, we have three Armada mitigation researches. Bonus armor, bonus dodge, and bonus shield. All right. Six total researches around Armadas, folks. All right, now, Gregor, let's hypothesize for a moment. We started with armadas that were coming soon for over a year. Like, let's go way back. Normal armadas coming soon for over a year. Scopely spent a lot of time working on these. At least it, it appeared that way. Spent a lot of time bringing these out. Normal armadas came out. And they, they initially didn't gather the praise from the community that, that maybe Scopely wanted them to have. But they didn't give up on that model, did they? I think somebody at Scopely said, the future of Star Trek Fleet Command revolves around armadas. Because what have we had since then? We've it's, had just because, it's just because the players haven't done enough. That's what somebody said. They just <laughs> haven't had enough of them. We haven't had enough because then we had Borgmadas. We had Borgmadas. And yeah. now we have mud matas. We have mud matas, folks. And I will point you in the direction of the later uh, ops requirements of this outlaw tree that are probably going to require you to be in your mid to upper 30s before you can get to them. And there's six more researches. Now, we, we talked about research for the Franklin. Four researches for the Franklin. Now we have 12 researches for the Stella. And six additional researches specifically around Armadas. Does anybody want to guess what direction this game is going in for the next six to 12 months? Armadas. Armadas! Armadas. Okay. Swarmadas, maybe. Trump Madas, I don't know. Car Madas, toilet Madas, I don't know. PvP Madas. Trump, Madas, you mean Trump Towers in space? <laughs> yeah, who knows? I'm just reading what's in the yeah, chat room. Space Force. Where are the Swarmadas, everyone's asking. Okay? Guys, I'm here to tell you, Armadas, we're not over this concept. If anything, I feel like I feel like we got a lot more coming with that. Okay? Snake Eyes says Swarmadas would be huge. Sounds really fun. I'm not going to lie. I've actually really enjoyed the Armada's concept here in the in the Outlaw events, especially during Apex. I don't know why I like this so much more. JB is in here, uh, and and Wham is in here. I think that we have because of the timer. Yeah, yeah. I think Maybe we have enjoyed this a lot 
because of the shortened timer, because of the strategy involved, because the entire galaxy... Listen, to do a certain level armada target, you only have one or two systems that you could be in. All right, so you know where people are going to be if you're at war. <laughs> PvP, fun! The, okay. loot's, the loot is, uh, is stealable, right? So it does just go direct to your inventory. Sure. So you, it can, adds that. you can steal the loot. Okay. Uh, somebody also says uh, easier access to more directives. The directives are completely free. I mean, and not even a grind at a miserable level. Four out of five. Not like the original. Yeah. Not like the original. Yeah. In five days, you can run four uncommons. In six days, you can run three rares all for free. So the, the acquisition of directives have been great. Everybody who runs these armadas is getting epic directives in your Happy Meal box. We don't even know where the epics are yet. Oh, my dear Lord, Gregor, we, ta- we, we forgot to talk about the special warp cell in the scoundrel in the scoundrel. Did we store. forget? I thought it just wasn't got, got there yet. Oh, I didn't even mention it. All right. So let's – all right. So, guys, let's finish up Gamma, and then we need to go back because I'm, I'm forgetting things now. See, I didn't take good enough notes, obviously. Uh, Omicron says, wait, how do you get rare Mudmata directives? Omicron, in a very few short days when you unlock Scoundrel, you will get rare Mudmata directives for free in exchange for the overabundance of green data you have in your stores right now. Not even something that you can't go get super duper easy. Okay. What was it, Gregor? 56,000 green data, I think. 56,000 green data? Yeah. It actually goes fast. We got so many things. Like, if you're still turning in your AUG chests for the recruit tokens, because uh, you haven't maxed the Woken recruits, recruits, right? Possibly. Uh, it actually is going fast. I mean, you're spending you're spending on probe, tactical probe data amounts. Yeah. 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 The data, you're consuming the data, uh, you know, at a high rate. So, wow, Blokeman, looky there. 54 million data in your inventory? How'd you do that? Goodness gracious. That's kind of crazy. All right. Uh, so let's let's do this. Uh, there's your three Armada defensive or your mitigations. All right. You have the Mud's Mud mission, which is the same as the Con mission. It gives you your second Gamma token. And we talked about this last, uh, last show. Sneaky Backhander is your weekly independent credit gift bundle, which uh, basically just awards you extra independent credits. And then you've got a Dilithium upgrade, which is Dilithium cost efficiency, which we discovered would be displayed. Uh, by the way, I did a little bit more digging into this, the displayed versus the rebate. Uh, Gregor, I found actually a common theme, and, and I'm, I'm ashamed we didn't think of it live on the spot. The ship thing? Yeah, it ships. The ships, guys, are always going to be refunds or rebates, but the buildings and the researches are displayed. For whatever reason, those are calculated uh, using different methods. But if it's a ship efficiency, all right, it's a rebate. If it is... Snake Eyes specifically did not mention that last week. <laughs> Snake Eyes says, I mentioned that. I must have missed it, buddy. <laughs> you realize, that just in, in, uh, as an interesting statistic, okay, did you realize that during one episode of Talking Trek, our Discord logs over 3,000 messages in this chat room? Is that a crazy 3,000? You guys are awesome. Very active. I love it. It's like the last show was like 3,300 something. It's nuts. Crazy. Yeah, spam, spam, spam. Love it, love it, love it. All right, so there you go. That wraps up your gamma tree. Now, very quickly, let's go back to uh, one thing that we discovered in the scoundrel store 
uh, is now the possibility of the acquisition of, what are they calling it? An outlaw warp token. This outlaw warp token takes security keys. All right, so it's not expensive to get. And it unlocks one of the three systems that are locked in purple space. We did discover what's in these, folks. There's three systems in purple space that are locked. There's one dedicated for each of the three basic three-star materials. One for ore, one for crystal, one for gas. Okay. Uh, just as now, unfortunately, I did not have time to test one. I will do it after the show. I'll put it in the graphics room. Gregor, have uh, we know Big Country unlocked one for us? He said, um, Donifun, uh, Doni, Donifun, Donifun, Don, 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 the one that starts with D O N. That is ore. It is a special system with multiple ore nodes that mine at an extremely high rate. As what we're seeing, based on what Big Country showed me, it looks like an increased rate of probably in the neighborhood of 75 to 80%. Okay? So I, I don't know what Big Country mines with on the regular, but that screenshot right there is showing a mining rate of 62000 an hour. Now, he's got pretty beasty ships, too, guys, okay? So I don't think you're going to go up there and get 62000 an hour, uh, but it is obviously going to be significantly faster than what you've got now, okay? Uh, Gregor, since you are – I bought one of these. Gregor, since you yeah, are now scoundrel – 30 seconds. 30 seconds, I'll be in Van Cleef. Okay, so fun. there. Yeah, Don is or uh, Gregor is going to give us Van Cleef. That'll t- and that'll tell us what the third one is, okay? And then you guys, Snake Eyes, if you would, please document that in the graphics room. Just in text is fine. That Don, Donny Fon is or Van Cleef. Gregor's going to have for us in 20 more it's seconds. Crystal. 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 Okay, Van Cleef is crystal, which means that the third one, what's it called? I'm, not, I'm in the research tree at the moment. Mitchum or something is gas. Mitchum. Uh, Van Cleef, Crystal, and Mitchum is gas. There you go. So document that, and uh, we can share that out. All right. There you go. And by the way, that's not even that expensive. That warp token uh, has a 22-hour cooldown, folks, and it only costs 24,000 security keys, security keys that you are obtaining from the Eclipse hostels that you're grinding out on a daily basis. Now, 24,000 actually is a, a decent chunk. Okay, especially since you only need like 4,000 or 6,000 a day to get your normal daily chest. Uh, the daily chest, if I'm not mistaken, is 12. At Scoundrel, it goes up to 12,000. It was 40, what, 4,400 at Troublemaker or 4,700. Mm-hmm. I don't remember exactly. But now it's 12,000, folks, at Scoundrel. So it kind of, it actually tripled there. Okay, uh, it's going up to 12,000 security keys. Uh, so you're going to have to do a little bit more grinding with your. Um, with your ships to get those Eclipse security keys. All right. Uh, There we go. There's Gamma. There's the warp systems. There are the warp tokens. Anything else? Yes, they are mines. They are mines. So you can go there and mine faster. Okay. The problem is, now, (laughs) Omicron says one more place for griefers to hunt. This is not even as restrictive as the Latinum bonus Borg systems. Okay. Everybody can get one of these a day. So, and there's no cap as far as we can tell. So, somebody could bank these up. These are going to be full. These these systems are going to be full. This is not going to be a a freebie way to go. This is not going to be an empty system where you can mine Latinum, you know, until you got 300,000 in your hole. That's not going to happen. 
Okay, so just just beware. It is faster mining. Maybe maybe you use one of these if you had a busy day at work and you're up against the clock on a Latinum Miner Monday. JB says, I can't wait to hit OPCL there. I would imagine that there's going to be a lot and it's going to happen quickly. All right, so yeah, just, there's only there's only six nodes. So six nodes, six nodes. Woo-wee. <laughs> so it's it's going to be it's going to be it's going to be packed in there. And I would imagine, <laughs> I imagine that some people are going to be upset about wasting their tokens. But again, not super expensive, and you can get one every single day with no cap. So there you go. Yeah, there's <laughs> nothing interesting about the about the uh, Ingram says send things. your envoys. <laughs> I Ingram, now listen. I, you're on my server. Do you honestly listen? If you fly into that system and you see five, uh, you see five faction miners on those nodes and one envoy. Are you going to warp out of that system and waste your token, or are you going to kill that envoy? Because I know what I'm doing. Fair warning, Server 15. All right, if I warp into one of those systems and find a Botany Bay sitting on one of those those high-speed G3 nodes, you're going to get blown up. I'm just going to tell you. All right? Snipe says, kill the envoy. Steven Zarin says, kill the envoy. ASO says, it's a survey, though. <laughs> war <laughs> it should be fun bye bye botany bays not gonna happen on server 15 all right mcrock says i'd even kill a faction miner to get one of those spots <laughs> chala says need a node take a node fun stuff guys this this actually should uh maybe even present a little bit of fun this should be a little bit of fun all right folks uh gonna take a quick break when we return, we're going to finish up on our lesson with transporter patterns and faction recruit credits. I'm going to tell you what I was able to accomplish this past week and seek your advice, Gregor. I have come to a mild crossroads, and I actually am not 100% sure what to do. I seek your counsel coming up right after the break. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. We'll return in a moment. Don't go anywhere. Possible in part by a grant from Smello Instant Pudding. The pudding you better eat within two days or you're going to be cleaning out the entire refrigerator. Okay, the bosses need us to make sure Twitter never gets hacked again. Yeah, apparently they don't like it. <laughs> I see what you did there. Now, the hackers used software to guess Joe Biden's password. What was it? I forgot. Can you look it up? Now, the password is I forgot. That makes it easier for Joe. Wow. Do we have Trump's? No password. His campaign figured even if hackers started tweeting crazy things, how would anybody know the difference? Good point. They even went after the Kardashians. Those gals really got caught with their pants down. Plus, they got hacked. <laughs> hey oh, hey oh. All right, focus, you two. How do we keep hackers from wanting to go on Twitter? Make them read it for five minutes. Let's go through their tweets and find something offensive that could get them fired. They're hackers. They don't care. Not true. Everybody is so sensitive these days, it could work. Let's give security a list of all the words that can get you fired. Well, that's going to be tough because they want to plan by Saturday. Well, don't just stand there like a statue. Yeah, somebody will tear you down. Zing! Get to work, you two, before we all get canceled. Sweating in the morning, walking down the street, burning like a cigarette because there's so much freaking heat. Wish there was a breeze and it lasted really long 96 degrees and the humidity is strong All around the nation, temperatures are high If you go outside, you best believe you're gonna fry Screw this, 
friggin' hot I said, remember that Screw this It's friggin' hot Where's November at? Screw this It's friggin' hot I'm sweating and I'm fat Screw this It's friggin' hot It's hot terrible thing to say this is not a trashy song i like this song <laughs> yeah come on now Blokeman, you guys are being silly. Apparently, I didn't realize how many people like loved versus hated this song. Wicked Witch. I, I wasn't singing; I was more shouting. Is what I was doing. I was kind of, I was kind of yelling. Is kind of what I was doing there. It's not really necessarily like a sing along. You know, most people don't sing this song, right? If you go to the bar, you don't sing this song. You scream was, this song. DJ you, was just channeling his inner Jersey Shore. Yeah, you just you just shout this song. Yeah, that's right, Wham. You scream it. All right, guys. Uh, welcome back to the show. My name is Ultimate DJs. I'm your host. This is Talking Trek. Welcome in. Uh, this past week, uh, I just want to touch on this real quick. I hope that Scaly is here and can listen. Scaly, a week or two ago, not even two weeks ago, I think it was two shows ago, you came in and said, man, I'm telling you, I am not digging this faction recruit thing. I'm not digging the transporter patterns. I can't get maxed officers, yada, 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 yada. Okay, and, and I'm, not, I'm not being disrespectful. That, that was probably rude to say. I'm just saying you, you had a lot of things that you did not like about my teaching when it came to uh, the officer recruits and the transporter patterns. Okay, this is what I want to share with you folks. Okay, I am triple faction lock. Now, not everybody can, can do the same type of payout, but uh, it, you can get there. Okay, you can get there. Um, here's what I did this past week. You'll notice it. What was it yesterday, folks? I believe yesterday. And uh, shout out to Chronos and Think on yes, server 15. Yesterday. Shout out to Chronos on Think on server 15, who uh, battled me head to head, point for point, for six hours. Every time I'd pull ahead, 
he would then pull ahead and vice versa. We battled on the officer recruit leaderboard for six hours yesterday. All right. From noon Eastern until 6 p.m., we dug at each other to win the ranked officer recruit leaderboard. Now, what was interesting about this, where's my screenshot? I don't see it. Did I put it in the chat room by mistake, Snake Eyes? Oh, please tell me I didn't do that. Uh, Nope, never mind. Found it. I didn't even put it. Okay, sorry. I didn't even put it in the graphics room, folks. uh, I'm going to put it in the graphics room right now. There it comes in the graphics room. And I want to point something out with this. Uh, and I'm and I'm actually going to also go ahead and post the actual leaderboard. Um, at this point in the event, this was only, I kid you not, this was only moments before it ended. I actually thought, silly DJs, silly DJs snipes are for Kronos's. <laughs> Kronos, I, I should have known better. I should have known that a member of Think the strategically brilliant analytical mathematical alliance. I should have known that somebody named Kronos would be the master of time because I took the screenshot and, uh, and, and it stayed this way for ages. Look, look at the screenshot that I took at 3 p.m. Eastern time. I got three hours left, all right? Uh, and then I got busy at work because, I, oh, I, oh, I didn't have the, the winner. Well, he beat me. I, I thought I had the screenshot of him winning. I got second place. Yeah, Kronos beat me. Anyway, here's, here's what I wanted to take away from this, guys. Let's do some real quick math. If you happen to be triple max, all right, if you are 10 million lock, uh, not even triple max, if you are 10 million lock in a faction, then you can acquire, if you wanted to, you could acquire 7,500 total faction recruit credits in a single day. Now, make no mistake. If you use this method, you will go nowhere in credits. So you're going to have to choose temporarily, temporarily, Scaly, you're going to have to choose, do I pause movement on my ship uh, so that I can get some maxed officers, or do I go ahead and pursue the officers? You're going to have to choose because if you if you claim... 7,500 faction recruit credit, uh, credits a day, you are spending, I'm doing the math now, one, two, four, six, 1,020 faction credits a day is what you can spend on faction recruits, 1,020. Now, good news is we discovered here a couple of weeks ago when we did this episode that you can actually earn... Where to do it? Here it is. You can actually earn okay, 300 uh 300 uh 350 from scouts, 300 from board probes, 115 from dailies, another 115, that's 230 plus 200 from faction rep event plus 300, plus 350, 880 a day. You can earn 880 a day, which means that if you use this method, you're actually going to go backwards 140 credits a day. But, but, read my text, folks. I did zero full pulls because I did 52, almost 53,000 points just in faction officer pulls. So no full pulls. There were no full pulls. 
I have been accumulating 7,500 per day per faction, meaning I have 22,500 faction recruit credits per day because I'm triple lock. All right, you only get the 7,500 per day if you're if you're at 10 million. So this is not going to apply to everybody, but this can be a goal to get to, folks. All right. Hey, Scaly, you're not looking bad there, buddy. You're not looking bad. Listen, you're not going to instantly start on the transporter patterns. But but again, the, the point of this was to go back, and, and it's officer progression, Scaly. I know that badges are still a pain point, but golly, we can get six this month. So hopefully they can help you, okay? Uh, if you go back and look... Even if you do not do the transporter patterns, you're making massive, massive progress on your officers. Folks, let me, let me tell you. Let's break down this math. 22,500. 22,500 uh, faction credits. Now, somebody, let's do, let's do some real quick math here. Faction credits cost 500 to open a chest. How many do I get out of that chest? Is it five? Somebody help me out. Is it five or ten? I don't remember. Greg. I can't remember. Somebody. Here, I'll look real fast. Officer. Faction recruit. How many do you get out of what chest? How many shards? I get five shards. Oh. Five shards. Yep. Okay. Okay. So that means at 22,500... Divide by 500. That means I'm opening 45 chests times five officers. I'm getting 225 shards per day. Now, that's not all rare and epic, okay? Obviously, there's, uh, there's a blend there. 40% uncommon, 40% rare, 20% epic. So, out of the 225 shards, let's say that it follows a straight line math, which FYI, it does not. But let's say it follows a straight line path and 60% goes towards epic or rare officers times 60%. That's 135 shards a day of epic or rare. Now again, I emphasize, I am triple faction lock. I'm getting as much as you can possibly get, okay? I'm getting as much as you can possibly get. And yes, Jonathan Ingram, you got it. Wait for the event. WEG2020 says, do you wait for the officer event? That's what I did. I waited and had nine. Uh, by the way, at 22,500, I only had to save for four days to do what I did yesterday. If I save for a week or two weeks, <laughs> that's going to be nobody's catching me. Actually, a lot of people will probably catch me now that we've put this out there. This is the way... Guys, this is the way you get your officers done. Is anybody really surprised by the mechanic? I mean, the faction recruit chest has been there since day one. These are the officers we're supposed to be working on. All right. Blokeman says it's random, depending on what pulls you get pattern-wise. Oh, I totally agree. I'm saying that the box says that it's 40% uncommon, 40% rare, 20% epic. So assuming that 60%, which is what it says, 40% rare, 20% epic, assuming that 60% of my shards are going to come uh, in an officer that will eventually yield me transporter patterns, those are the officers I want to max. Those are the ones that I want to max. So I, I'm, I'm cool with any of those shards I get, and I'm getting 135 a day. 
135 a day. So I went into this event yesterday. Now, granted, I got second place. I probably could have gotten first if I'd been paying attention to the clock. Thank you for that, uh, Durr. Appreciate that. Look at that. Gregor, I told you he beat me by 30 points. It was 20. Look at that. 20 points. Two uncommons. Folks, two. Wow. two. That's almost rubbing it in. Yeah. Yeah. Kronos. I'll get you next time. Next time. <laughs> okay. Scalyback says, been sort of doing this since September, chasing the 400% SPOC. Guys, you you won't be able to do it on quite as much of a scale as I am because I'm triple max lock. But is this, Gregor, yet not another example of the benefits to dual or triple faction? Blokeman says, it's a real snowball effect. It absolutely is, guys. God bless. I, I cannot. It seems like every week or two we come up with a new reason why dual or triple faction is so important. So important. Guys, we literally, the only argument that anyone has ever given me that is valid as to why you don't want a double or triple faction is auto farming. That's it. We continually find ways that it's beneficial. Which is really not that valuable. It's not, but I mean, some people... Some people. All right. Stevens Aaron says, Arnon is in a maxed epic 400 patterns. Yep. And therein lies my decision today. Gregor, because I went on my big old spending spree yesterday and opened every single faction recruit pack I had, let me give you guys uh, a standing, if you will, of my current officers. And I am going to let you guys provide some input. Notice I say I'm not going to let you decide because I think you might make me do the wrong thing. I think I know what I want to do here, but I'm not 100% sure. Gregor, I have been accumulating faction recruits for quite some time. You know I've been chasing Khan. I currently, let me give you the status on Khan. All right? You guys follow along, and that way you guys can actually weigh in and, and provide some information. Currently, I have 222 Khan shards out of 880. Okay, 222 out of 880. I currently am holding 267,000 transporter patterns. By the way, yes, I did, in fact, spend 36,000 on 6 of 10 when that thing came out, and I am already back up to 267,000. When did that happen, by the way? That was a couple weeks after Father's Day, if I'm not mistaken. When when was that? Anybody got a date? Yeah, it was like the week. It was like, oh. No, just roughly, you're right. It was after Father's Day because it was related to that. End of June? Thank you, Anhani. That gives us a rough time point. So it's been, would you estimate that it's been three or four weeks? And it's okay, just ballpark it. Yeah. (laughs) Three or four. Go with it. Four. Four Four. weeks. In four weeks, I remember specifically that day, I had 192,000 transporter patterns, and I spent 36 on six of 10. Okay, that means at the end of that day, I had 154. Uh, no, 156. Right, 19. Okay. Wait, am I doing that right? Uh, make that eight. Yeah, 156. I had 156 at the end of that day. Yesterday, uh, today, now, I have 267,000. Meaning that in four weeks. I have, been accum- I have accumulated 110,000 transporter patterns. 110,000 transporter patterns by spending 
1,000 faction credits a day in three factions. Yes, Aso, I'm buying one, two, three, and four. One, two, three, and four. I'm buying every day for all three. Now, that's right, truck and chick. She says 110,000 patterns in 22 days. That's 110 epic shards. And therein, and, and I had some to begin with. So, guys, here's what I want to ask your opinion on. I've got 222 current con shards. I've got 267 more in, in transporter patterns, putting me at 489, Gregor. 489 out of the 880 I need. I'm still 400 shy. Okay, I'm 400 shy. Or, hold on, guys. Yesterday, after my spree, after my spree yesterday, I realized <gasps> I have 632 out of 800 Kirk shards. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm earning badges right now for free in the game. Do, do Kirk. I kind of Kirk. thought doing Kirk first. Now, who already the chat room is divided. Aso says, don't bother Kirk. Truck and Chick says, get Khan. And well, Hani says, wait for Khan. Irian says, do for, Kirk. For the near future, you at least we know you're still getting Khan on Sundays, right? Minus these battle pass events. For now. For now. So you're guaranteed. And so and so the the direct the direct officer shards are more valuable than the transporter pattern conversion there, right? I That's what I was thinking, but here's the thing. If right. I max Kirk, then I will now suddenly start getting, uh, what is it, 400 transporter patterns, right? 400? Here's, exactly. why, here's so why I maxing think... Maxing him makes more sense. That's yeah. what I was thinking, guys, because with the faction recruit credits, credits that I'm getting every day... Guys, don't forget, I'm getting 7,500 Federation recruit credits a day at 75 a day divided by 500 that's 15 packs let's assume that the pattern holds true and by the way out of every five chests that i open i'm getting on average uh three to five kirk shards so let's call it right in the middle let's say that i'm getting 2000 so for every chest that i open which is 15 a day that would be enough for two additional con shards per day <sighs> and a Max Kirk. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna take that back. Go for an officer that's not in your faction chest. Like go for your six. Go for your. Um, well, no. Go, if I if I don't gonna... do if I don't do Kirk to get a stronger return on my transporter patterns, then I'm just going to wait on Con. I'm not doing. Listen. I'm not my total 1000% goal has been con. It has right, been Right, but if con. you're if you're if you're buying those faction chests every day, if you're buying those credits, then you're going to get Kirk naturally through the through just the faction chests. You're going to get Kirk really chest, really right? fast, right? Yeah. So just don't spend on him, spend on an officer that's outside of those recruit chests. You know what I'm saying? So wait on con. That would be con. Yeah, so either go con or I don't know, maybe you're close to getting six of ten unlocked, or you know what I'm saying? Like you know, Dur says Max Gorkon. Again, I'm doing the same exact thing with Klingon recruits. So I if if the mentality is to do these fifteen chests a day for the faction officers that are in there, I mean I I could do the same thing with Gorkon. Gorkon, I'm at three hundred and seventy eight out of eight hundred. 
But again, opening 15 chests a day. Hudson says yeah, the same thing. No time. Hudson says the same thing. Don't max officers you get naturally with the transporter patterns. Because they're less viable. You're just turning it back into transporter patterns again. Right? right. So do you do an officer that's not in those chests? And 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 one you want, right? So Khan would be a good one. Maybe you're close to six of ten. Maybe uh I don't know. I don't know how you are in your all your other officers, but something outside those chests. Since your plan is to open those chests religiously and, and significantly. I'm gonna do so. it until I get con. And really truthfully, <laughs> I'm only I'm only thirty five. And, and I have one epic ship. Now, I, I did put my plans on for an auger on hold to do this max officer thing because I wanted to get con. But <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, I still maybe want to chase an auger. So maybe once I get con, I'll start accumulating the Romulan credits again and continuing this pattern with, Cur- uh, with uh, Federation and Klingon. Because here's the thing. I'm not going to need faction credits again other than officer promotion. I'm not going to need off, uh, faction credits again for ship acquisition until Ops 42. So mm-hmm. uh, I can't imagine that I'm going to be 42 anytime soon. I only say this because you say you're going to open all those recruit tests every day. So I'm doing do it. That, I've been doing it. Yeah. In, in less than a week, I accumulated 90000 and gave Kronos a run for his money. If I save for two or three weeks, there is no stopping me. All right. Omar says, not sure if I agree, getting Kirk shards will multiply your output. That's That was what I was kind of thinking. All right. Because that means now I've spent the transporter patterns, yes. But that means that 100% of my Federation officers are now are going to come back in transporter patterns. I, I, I think that I would get three to 4,000. Well, we conservatively said 2,000 transporter patterns. Transporter patterns are a devaluation of the actual shard, right? So, like, you get four hundred, but you need a thousand shards to open a chest. So, it makes more sense to yeah, get no, I, those I get officer that. shards directly. Yep, no, yeah. that makes sense. That makes sense. Short term, uh, short term hey, sacrifice yeah. for long term gain. Yeah, I get it. I get it. DJ, if you give me ten dollars today, I'll give you uh, four dollars tomorrow. <laughs> Oh, sounds like a deal. <laughs> okay, fine. I, I appreciate that analogy. There we go. All right, so we're going to continue chasing Kirk. I mean, uh, continue chasing Khan. That's what we'll do then. We'll continue chasing Khan, and we'll leave Kirk alone because we'll end up maxing him naturally anyway is what you're saying, right? Now, the, you know what? I've made such a big deal about chasing Khan, and there is one person. And you know what, Durr? I'm going to give you two minutes, and then we, we have to uh, wrap up because we're actually right at about two hours. Durr, you keep saying forget Khan. Do Crass and Mitchell, Gary Mitchell, Durr, please come in voice and explain your officer selection, please. You're the only one. You're the only one. The bear even says, do Khan first, then Marcus, Charvenik, and Kang following up. Durr, you've posted Crass and Mitchell for the fourth time. He says, yeah, I can't. I'm at work. <laughs> I just don't want you to get Khan. Is this, oh, is this like Durr. his? Is it, well, see, I was thinking that, or maybe he was thinking everybody has Khan, so Mitchell's <laughs> secondary ability is valuable. Durr, that's terrible. You're, that's awful. Durr says, I just don't want he you to have Khan. the JB on you. Didn't you notice that? <laughs> no, don't get Khan. Don't get Khan. Durr! <laughs> Killing me, man. Killing me. What Order. would I? All right. Well, there you go. 
All right, there you go. All right, I don't so disagree with getting con, but at the same time, I can understand why he says crass because crass is underdeck as as Mitchell's underdeck is stupid. Yeah, both of them are stupid high, so I kind of agree with Durr. Is this really because you don't want me with a max con? Durr says nobody wants DJ with a max con on server fifteen. <sighs> Who added? Who added the server fifteen part? Yeah, dirt, <laughs> dirt, dirt did. Nobody wants DJ with a max con on server fifteen. Mm. You know, ESO says you convinced me of doing this with my two factions that I'm not trying to buy an auger with, guys. And 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 I'm telling you, I I almost. I would almost adopt this mentality, Eso. But now that I am, I'm kind of addicted to it. I, I want to go ahead and, and max my con because honestly, using this method, guys, using this method, I am I'm three I'm three hundred no four hundred shards away. Not even three hundred and ninety one. I'm three hundred and ninety one shards a day. And and again, we we the early math kind of indicated for me. Okay, me. And let's see, I've already lost the math. 22,500 divided by 500 is 45 chests times uh, five shards. It's 225 times 0.6. That's 135 that I'm going to get transporter patterns for. Let's call it an average of 150 uh, divided by... Gosh, is that right? Gregor, am I going to be accumulating... Am I going to be accumulating twelve to 13,000 transporter patterns a day doing this? Depending on your pools, you could. Oh, no. God. Jonathan Ingram says that sounds about right. Twelve to 13,000 transporter patterns a day. Jonathan Ingram says I get around 50,000 a day. Oh, my gosh. How many 500 pools do you do? Uh, I Let's see. I just did 22,500. Uh, divided by 500, I'm doing 45 chests a day. That's 45 of the 500 chests. 45 a day. 45 a day. And based on that 45, I'm getting five shards. That's 225. Uh, or sorry, yeah, 225 total shards, of which we're assuming 60% are rare or epic. Epic gives 400. Rares give 75, so let's be extremely conservative, and I'm going to say I get an average of 100, Gregor. Do you think that's fair? I think that's probably actually too conservative. It's probably 125, all right? But assuming an average of 100. round number, yeah. Assuming an average of 100, that's 13,000 transporter patterns a day, folks. Khan is going to be within my grasp. All right, 13, so 13. I'm short 391 divided by 13 is 30 days? Are you freaking kidding me? Plus, plus 30 days minus what I get from Swarm Sunday. Oh, my gosh. Gregor. Gregor, Gregor. I'm going to have a yeah. max con. Yeah, buddy. What I'm going to have a max con by the end of August. I'm going to have a max con in less than 30 days. I'm going to have a max con max con. Con! Oh, 
Uh, you're right. I'm gonna have I'm gonna have the Max. Server 15 is full. <laughs> you're right. You're right, DJ Gur. I'm gonna have Max shards. Okay, but I've been very very lucky. All right, I've got. You know what? I am gonna get one command badge. First of all, it takes four. Right. I'm gonna get one command badge from the battle pass in the next couple of days. I already got one command badge from my pull. All right, and I still have 200 casino chips to spend. I could. I'm not going to get all command badges, but next month out of the Apex, I could get a command badge. Oh, we know you're going to spend money on that. Don't worry. You're daggone straight. If I you're get, just going to buy an officer pack. If I honest. get, listen. Remember, if, you've got huh. a lot of independent credits to pick up in the middle there too. Oh crap! I forgot all about the independent credits. <laughs> like a ton of them, bro. <laughs> oh, oh, son of a bitch. Ooh, it, um, what is it? It's like 25,000, isn't it? Snake eyes. 25,000? All right. Thanks a whole lot. Appreciate that, Gregor. You suck, man. <laughs> Way to bring me down, Gregor. Way to bring me down. You have them, though. I mean, I can get them. And listen, I told you all along, I'm willing to spend two, $300 on con. I am. Big Country said that's okay. They got a pack for that. I am willing to spend a couple hundred dollars on con. Y'all don't know. I'm willing. Willing and able. All right, folks. Blokeman says it's going to be closer to $500. It may be. I may have to wait just a little bit more. I don't have a million latinum toys. <laughs> toys. Toys who probably does two hundred thousand in Latin. No, uh, twenty five. They cost fifty. So let's do this real, real quick. Twenty five thousand independent credits times fifty Latinum is one point two five million. That's exactly it. Hey, toys. Just out of curiosity, do do you happen to have one million Latinum? I kind of think that toys could potentially have one million Latinum. Jonathan Ingram says he probably has more. I kind of thought that. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Toys is one of the most powerful players on Server 15. Um, and what's your rank? Oh, uh, what's your ops yeah, level? I do. Yeah, Toys says yes, I absolutely do. Toys, what is your uh, what's your ops level? If you don't mind. If I'm not mistaken, oh, you you are the 50. Okay, I thought you were the 50, but I keep getting confused. So yeah, Toys. Too many toys is a level 50 and has over a million lat. There he is right there, folks. Woo-wee. Dang on. All right, guys, it's time to play Battleship. Y'all depressing me with this independent credit talk. All right. Battleship is here. Let me find my Battleship scorecard. You guys get out your game cards, and let me give you the updates with the off-air guesses. Off-air guesses. I only had two of them. I only had two. <laughs> Boaz says it's game over. Why do you say that, Boaz? Boaz, why would you ever guess that it is game over for Battleship? Well, let's find out. In the Battleship War Room. We took two off-air guesses. Gallum was the first one. Gallum. Congratulations to Gallum, who was chosen. He chose A7. A7. A7 was a miss. A7 was a miss. Mark it down. 
Then Boaz was selected. Congratulations to Boaz. Boaz, congratulations. Boaz was selected and chose coordinate. And by the way, these guys did not talk. Or if they did, they did it in PM. Boaz chose Bravo 7. Bravo 7. Bravo 7, ladies and gentlemen, was a hit. Bravo 7 found the SS Franklin. Now, Bravo 7 grabbed the SS Franklin. Is it USS? Which one? You guys just corrected me on the last show. Was it the SS Botany Bay and the USS Franklin? I'm getting very confused. Yes. All right. Sorry. So the Botany Bay was the SS. It is the USS Franklin. If you have been keeping up with your game cards, ladies and gentlemen, there are only two possible guesses. One of them is going to be a hit. One of them is going to be a miss. And since there are two guesses being played here today on the air, ladies and gentlemen, the end of Talking Trek's battleship is upon us. Which way do we go? Which way do we go? Which way do we go? Battleship is over, potentially, right here with Maztec. Maztec, congratulations. Battleship could end right here with you, Maztec. Please relay your coordinate into the wartime computer. Maztec is not answering. Oh my goodness gracious. Where is he? Somebody tag him. I'm gonna give him I'm gonna give him a few extra seconds just because it's such an important guess. <laughs> Dirt says the only way to win is not to play. That's funny. Incorrect, sir. Maztec. Maztec. Ten seconds. You could be giving up the he's last. Not he's not he's on. Not on. I know he's in voice. He has to be. He got a phone call. Oh, goodness. All right. I'm going to give him a few more seconds, and we got to go on. That's it, ladies and gentlemen. It's got to be it. I can't... I, right? Oh, man. That does suck so bad. <laughs> that sucks so bad. I'm so sorry for him. That's awful. All right, time's up. All right, here we go. Next player. Next player is Paul Joe. Congratulations, Paul Joe. <laughs> I just now realized that Paul Joe has changed his name so that I will, in fact, say Paul Zal's name properly. <laughs> I have never noticed that until right now. You are hilarious. Thank you, sir, for forcing me to say Paul Zal's name correct. Paul Joe, you have an opportunity to end the game right here, right now. Paul Joe, please relay your coordinates into the wartime computer. Paul Joe is typing. Oh, he's still typing. Paul Joe, the game ends with you. If you will relay a coordinate into the wartime computer. 
Paul was typing. Where the heck did he go? <laughs> is he is he withholding his coordinate because he doesn't want to mess it up? I give I'll give him ten more seconds. We got to move on. We're over two hours now. Shaka, when the podcast fell, that's hilarious, Blokeman. Thank you. Is anybody? Yeah, is anybody checking the battleship room? I guess we probably should have checked He's up there. He's typing again. I see him typing. I see him typing. Anybody? Did, did we actually? Nothing in there. Okay. Oh my goodness. Paul Could says I've never actually listened to the battleship section. Paul, would you oh like? Oh my god, he never listened to the battleship. That's okay. That's all right. Paul, would you like to? Would you like to take a wild guess, or do you want to forego your opportunity to some other player? I think, I think, oh, God. <laughs> maybe you should just turn this whole thing into a raffle. <laughs> maybe I should, maybe, <laughs> maybe I should turn it into uh, an auction. Maybe I should turn it into an auction and go ahead and max out my, uh, my con today. Paul Joe says C7. Computer. Wait, he picked a second. Computer, Charlie, seven, please. Charlie. Seven. Target acquired. <laughs> oh my god, oh my god! Oh my god! Oh, Paul, it's a miss. It's a miss. Which means. Grand Vampire. Grand Vampire! Oh my gosh, I am so nervous for you guys. You don't even know. Like, my armpits are starting to sweat. Like, I'm. I just. I want. Grand Vampire. You have a chance to end the game. Grand Vampire is here. Grand Vampire, you're the last player for today. Will this game extend to an off-air pick? Or will Grand Vampire end the game right here? Grand Vampire, I need your answer. Grand Vampire responds with Bravo 8. Computer, Bravo 8, please. Bravo 8. Target acquired. And ladies and gentlemen, there it is. The USS Franklin has been destroyed in space, Grand Vampire. You are the winner. And with it comes the end, the conclusion, the grand finale of Talking Trek's Battleship. Omicron says how anticlimactic. I don't know how that was really anticlimactic. It came down to the last guess. <laughs> how can you say that was anticlimactic? It was the very last guess. Mm. That's it. So what's next, DJ? Well, Battleship is over. And you know what? It happened at a good time because Battleship was scheduled to be over by July 31st, if you recall. We did pretty good. When did this game start, Snake Eyes? In March? Isn't that when we started? Last year. <laughs> it was in March. It has been March, April, May, June. 
and July. Did this game last five months? Maybe not. Maybe it was April. Maybe it was April. This is the second card. Was it May? All right, I don't know. Eh, hell with it. I don't even know anymore. Well, it's been take a long time. The first one took a long time because we only took two players. This time we sped it up. We took three and four players at a time. So, uh, yeah, there you go. Uh, and you know what? Somebody uh, told me last time that they wouldn't believe that I didn't cheat if I didn't upload the game card. So, ladies and gentlemen, here comes your game card right now so you guys know full well, and you can tell by all the dirt and the coffee stains and all that crap that's on it, you'll know that it's legit, and here it comes into the graphics room right now. Ladies and gentlemen, your second Talking Trek Battleship game card, and the game is over. Woot, woot. We'll get your prize, okay? Uh, Grand Vampire, send me a private message with your player ID. Uh, you can also message Snake Eyes if you would rather, and uh, he'll give you your options for your prize. There you go. Ladies and gentlemen, the game is over. The show is concluded. Gregor, do we have anything that we need to wrap up with real quick before we get the heck on out of here? It's been over two hours. Uh, Nope, I think you're good, bud. Oh, my goodness. You know what? I forgot. Thanks, McRock. Uh, Server merge. Server merge, JB. I have server merge news. Yes, I do. And we're going to tell everybody all about it coming up in our gold patrons content. (laughs) Right immediately after the show. Dirty dog. Dirty dog. Yeah, I am. Server merge information. I'll give you early access in our gold patrons content which you can listen to for free if you're here right now just pop down into the after party room if you're listening in podcast form and would like access to our gold patrons content not a big deal at all all you got to do is visit our website talkingtrekstfc.online that's talkingtrekstfc.online where you can find lists of all of our shows you can find our merchandise link right snake eyes we've got a couple of new merchandise items coming very very soon merchandise items are coming up up and it will be available on our website with a link to our merch store. Guys, please, if you're doing your normal everyday shopping on Amazon, I encourage you to please remember to continue using our referral link. Go to TalkingTrekSTFC.online, click the button to shop from our Amazon store, and we will get paid based on what you buy from Amazon. Okay? It's super awesome, and we appreciate you doing that, all right? It's great. Also, you'll find the link to become a patron, and when you do, you can join our Gold Patrons Club, and you can support the show for as little as a dollar a month. $3 for silver, $5 for gold, and you'll be joining players like this. Gregor, thank you very much for being a gold sponsor. Gallus Pet, Vinkman, I, Beglin, and Big Country. Trash Panda and Doom are all gold sponsors, including Hank DM, Lord Neelix, Chuck Sagrana, Pops, The Dark Lord, and Stevens Aaron. Gold sponsors, thank you. JB, Ahab, Energy, and Fukum. All gold sponsors of Talking Trek. Haya Bombview, Thorn, Virtual Army, and Battalion. Jay Burke, Star Fox, Morgul, DJ Gurr, Red 2, and Anhani. All gold sponsors of the show. Just Skippy, Aceus, Asriel, Dunk, Bojack, 813, Crush, and Jonathan Ingram. Thank you guys for being gold supporters of Talking Trek. Jason, Tabby Moza, Regis, Arthur Pendragon, McRock, Lady Kess, Frank Gallo, Weg 2020, Engineering Free Philly Hudson, and Doc 31. Thank you for your support of Talking Trek. Morpheus, Fartasia, Nick Burns, Glitch, Cam, Coulter, NC, Jet Ski, 
Hunter, Filler, Fluffy Puma, and Cough. Thank you guys so very, very much for your support of Talking Trek. My name is Ultimate DJs. I've been your host of Talking Trek, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Talking Trek is a registered trademark and recorded in front of a live studio audience for distribution across podcast platforms everywhere. I'll see you in the after party coming up in two minutes. And for the rest of you, I'll see you coming up this Sunday. Don't forget, an altered taping schedule for this weekend. It will be a late show Sunday. Love you, man. See you there. Bye-bye.